need it because there's no sinking involved. See, there's that clap. That was the clap. That was. I'm getting Imagine that on, on somebody else's face. Oh my god. Super mm-hmm. Slap 5000. Oh, unreal. Like I said, I, I, I don't know what it is. Your your fascinations. Uh, you you really throw off the algorithm. It's you watch <laughs> you watch the slap championships. Power slapping, get it right. Power slapping. And then you watch the, the, the CVC or no, Cutlery QB, Corner. Cutlery Corner, like That's oh right. my god. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if somebody hijacked your account, they'd probably just be like, What did I just walk into? What is wrong with this person? Man likes to buy knives and slap people. <laughs> <sighs> I'm an enigma, boys. Yes, you are. An anomaly in the system, a, 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 a glitch, glitch in the matrix. They say I, the I, I'm, I'm the modern day Neo. <laughs> I'm gonna save humanity, boys. Yeah, okay. From the trilobites or whatever the fuck. I never saw the movies. What are the trilobites? I don't know. What? Who's the big, big bad guy in Matrix? Agent Smith. The, is it just Matrix? The Matrix itself is the, is the bad guy. It's the robots, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just the Matrix is the bad guy. Well, there's the architect, I suppose. Agent Smith. Is the he's the bad well, guy? He's well, Hugo he, Weaving's character, who's but he's not the main stop. bad guy. He's oh. just kind of the the face of the bad guys. Because the architect is actually the villain. Oh, gotcha. I've never seen the movies. I suppose I should at some point. I watched them a long time ago. I kind of would like to do a movie marathon of watching all the Matrix movies in a, in a row. I don't know. Kind of like I want to I want to marathon all the Star Wars movies, even though I have you zero have interest no in desire. Star Wars. I, st- I still kind of no want to. to do that. No, I do want to do it, mm. but. I think it'd be interesting, just so I could finally watch it, you know. And then we'll make him go through all of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Oh, I actually, I will fall asleep. Earlier this year, I did that. I did the, the, Lord, the Lord of the Rings extended trilogy it's all like in one sitting. 13 hours. Uh, Stupid. Yes. It's, it's like 13 around, or 14. Yeah, it's around 13 hours, because we, we started at 10 o'clock in the morning and got done at 11, 11.15 at night. Yeah. So it was an all-day thing, and it was news fast, and it was literally going from one video to the next to the next, like with maybe a five-minute break in between. Yeah, that's because you had to be able to pee at some point. I would rather yeah. do the Star Wars than Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings to me is boring as hell. I'm pretty sure you probably say that about Star Wars too. Star Wars, I I just have no interest in because it's. I, I like the original trilogy, just fine, of what I remember seeing. You've of it. never even seen he likes the, the whole I've seen one of them. He I likes like... the concept more than the actual thing. Yes. Uh. That's why I like KOTOR. I like Knights of the Old oh, Republic. Oh, right, right. I like yeah. everything that doesn't have to do with the Skywalkers, dumbass Palpatine, because I think Palpatine was overplayed. I, I, I'm just sick of the nonsense. Palpatine wasn't overplayed until the sequel trilogy. <sighs> Palpatine was overplayed. No, Boba Fett was overplay- overplayed. They <laughs> all were overplayed. It's such a... Oh God. Like a bantha. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, mm. that's a story for another day, boys. That is a As story. they say in, in the Star Wars universe. Are we ever going to see never, that? They've never said that in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, they did. When when the, she had the lightsaber, this is how do you have the? This is a that is a good question day. for another time. Well, the fucking same thing. I paraphrased. Welcome back to Power Trip Gaming Powercast. 
where Andy gets movie quotes wrong. Yeah, it's not the point. <laughs> Just like, but that's everybody. Everybody gets quotes wrong. Yeah, this is true. Just like well, the whole Luke, I am your father. Yeah, that's, that's that we have we have Tommy Boy to thank for that one. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like there's, there's common misquotes all the time. That's how he he did it. He looked into the fan and said, "Luke, I am your father." <laughs> And it's like it completely rewrote everybody's experience of that. Don't movie. think Tommy Boy was that influential. Yes, it was. It was a you, sadly big movie. Prove it otherwise. <laughs> Until you prove me wrong, I'm right. So you know, I'm gonna apply that rule with life. Until you can prove me wrong, Until I'm just going to prove me wrong. Well, then, I by am that right. means, I will always be right, and you will never get. You'll never say. No, it just means that I'll prove you wrong. Good luck. You don't but, like looking stuff up. <laughs> Good job bungling the, no. the intro, by the way. <laughs> no, you're I supposed don't. to say now you're listening with power. No. I mean, it's been a long time since we've done a power. That's cast. why there's Luke, no power. now <laughs> you're listening with power. There we go. That'll suffice. There we go. That'll suffice. <laughs> yes, we are finally back at doing these. This is the random it's, cast episode. It's been a long time. It has been. I, the last episode we did was... I'm pretty sure people aren't even asking for episodes anymore. No, we, like, we've had a couple oh, people. Have we really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think the last one we did was... Well, uh, the last one I posted was the Scarlet Violet review. Ah. Uh, which I think we recorded in, like, April in, this year. Yeah, that was really early on. Maybe February. I, say we never, I think it was February because I got that for... Ronin. I got it for Christmas, and I believe I played through it through January? I think so. Maybe. So it might have been February. Mm -hmm. And then the, I posted our, uh, I think I posted the catch-up cast, which was about the Midwest Gaming Classic. Ah, right. Before that. Yeah. So I went from like April to about October with nothing in between. Wow. <sighs> it's been a year, boys. Yeah. Has been. We're getting back into the rhythm. I'm starting to feel better. I think medications are finally starting to uh, uh, take their effect. Fifth time's a charm. Here we go. Now we go. we'll finally start getting back into doing the things we like on this yes. channel, like yes. the power casts. Like and all annoying that Paul. Mostly annoying. You don't really, actually, I think I'm more prone to annoying Andy than he is to annoying me. That is accurate. That 100% as we're <laughs> playing games. That is very accurate. Yep. Magic of Scheherazade irritated me. Why? Why? Because you missed the sword. Because you are the worst player. You're, you make. <laughs> Everything's so difficult. I. How many times did you jump in the water, by the way? How many times? How many chapters did I beat compared to you? That's not the point. Uh huh. I did yeah. beat chapters. Yes, you did. Two of them. Out of five, Out I of only five, got I to play three. two. Guess what? You did chapter one, chapter three, chapter five. I only got to do two and four. Guess what? What? That's 60 40. I know my math. Not by choice. That was just by <laughs> random coincidence. Nope. No, it wasn't. Because you had to start it. You wanted me to start it. You said, Paul, start this. I don't know how to play it. To be fair... And you wanted me to start so that I look like the fool, <laughs> and you knew how to play. Which you did look like the fool. I was not. I but was annoyed. There's also a lot more RPGs that I'll yeah. solo. There, yes, so it's, yes, it, it all works out in the end. It's all about numbers, people, and yep. we got them. 60-40. You son of a bitch. That's me. I'll dip. I'll, I'll concede 45-55 in your favor. You know what? I gotta take what I can get. I'll take it. There you go. That's 50, 40, 10. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Acceptable. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll take that too. <laughs> but yes, so, well, um, how are you guys doing? How's, how's 
Tower Things. Paul, what you been up to? You sexy bandit. Uh, I have not really been up to a whole lot. Shocker. Uh, playing, uh, well, actually, I, I take that back. So I recently, actually, like, what I've played through, I've, I've actually played through quite a few things in really? the last, like, couple months. Uh, so I played through, again, Dementium 1 and 2 mm. on the DS. Um, and Dementium 1 was, like, yeah, it was okay. It, it was better than I, like... Or, or it was better in my memory than it was, like, in, yeah. playing it again. But Dementium 2, that one was actually... That was really good to me. Yeah. It's, it, it really was more of a Silent Hill experience. Because that's... Uh, I don't know if you know the history of Dementium. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So, Dementium for the DS was actually supposed to be a Silent Hill game. Really? Is the, the team that developed it wanted to make it a Silent Hill game hmm. uh, part of the the silent hill franchise and they had a meeting with konami they showed konami what they had and within five minutes konami said nope we don't want you guys touching the silent hill franchise fucking so konami they, so they literally had to just they didn't want to scrap what they had because they they thought that they had something really good so they just renamed it to dementium the ward um and it's funny because they even put on the cover of the game and i don't know if this was if this was probably them saying it, but I, I really do think that it was the, the makers put it on there, is it is Silent Hill meets Doom. And Ooh. it literally is. It was like a first-person Silent Hill game. Wow. Um, and so when the second one came out, they really did double down more on the whole, like, music-wise, the locations-wise, the... Um, you even had, like, these... Like you would you would transfer to this like run down portions of like where you were, so it kind of looked more Silent Hill esque. Well, almost um, kind of like Silent Hill three, where it's like you're it's normal normal. Uh oh. Yeah. Now we're now we're in the nightmare world. Yeah, basically, basically. Oh, cool. So I uh, I played through those. I actually for the first time I had never played the series before, but I played through the entirety of Luigi's Mansion Dark. Um, was it Dark Moon? The one for the 3DS. It's it basically it's Luigi's Mansion 2. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't tell you didn't play the franchise. So I, I, mean, uh, I played bits of it, but I never played. Yeah. The so I uh, I did I I enjoyed it. I actually I enjoyed it. I I beat through all of that, and it makes me want to actually go back and get um, the original Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so. kind of. <sighs> I'm trying to think of how do we what other kind of game to equate it to. It's kind of like... I would say it's almost like a fatal frame. Like, it, yeah. it's an elementary fatal frame. Where it's like, you, you have, like, the whole mansion, but, like, you can only access certain parts. There's, like, little puzzle things you solve yes. to catch the ghost. It's, well, it's yeah. kind of and interesting. There's, yeah, and there's, uh, you have to use, basically, like, this flashing light, which kind of is almost like a camera. That's what makes the ghost appear. And then you use your vacuum to, yeah. to catch them. Um, almost like an Alan Wake because wasn't the flashlight like a weapon in Alan Wake? Yeah, the light hurts. Yeah. It, the light brings the enemies to the physical realm, and then you. Well, can that also them. that also happened in, uh, was it obscure? Obscure did yeah, that too, where you like had to, where you had to use the flashlight, and then. Um, yeah, like stunned him for a yeah, second. Yeah, it stunned him. Yeah. So. Kind of. Yeah. So, but that yeah yeah so I mean I I really liked it and it makes me want to go back to to that. Um, that series because it's it's one game for the GameCube that I don't have so mm. I wouldn't mind picking that up. Um, 
And then just most recently, obviously, I'm playing through Super Mario RPG, which at the time of this recording just came out yesterday, and I am in uh, Bowser's Keep. I am I am just about done. I uh, it was actually the <laughs> part of the game that I did not like because of the fact that it it I knew that the game was coming to an end. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always not liked Bowser's Keep or Smithy's Factory because it re- just reminded me that it's like the end of the game is near, and I, I never wanted that game to end. Yeah, that's such a good game. I, I've heard it's a lot right. of good things about this mm-hmm. this remaster remaster remake. It's, I don't know what it it's is. It's not even a remake. It's a remaster. It's yeah, literally it's like a remaster it's, with it's a remaster. some added like mechanics to it. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some added mechanics. Um, I feel like timed hits, timed blocks are a lot easier to do in this, which. But that also might that might be due to like more consistent frame rates. It, and stuff. it could be, but there's also um, or less input lag. But there's yeah. also moves that you can actually time block that I did not know that you could time block, and it almost makes me want to play the original to see if you actually could. Hmm. Like, um, do you remember the move Diamond Saw? Yeah, where the diamonds would like cut through you. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, in the new game, you can you can time block that. Oh. To literally take zero damage. Oh wow. Which I never knew that that was even a thing. I thought it was just an unblockable attack. Mm-hmm. Um, which because... was nice because it looked like there were points where the game told you this is unblockable. Yes. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. I, I like when it's like so you're not sitting there like an idiot trying to hit the button. Well, can you block this? Yeah. It's like that's because you can't, dude. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that like water blast or. Uh, was a firewall staticky i always thought that those are moves that like maybe i just didn't know the timing but it's nope in in fact you cannot block those ones Mm, mm -hmm. so but uh but yeah it's it's been it's been really good it's been addicting which i mean super mario rpg was always an addicting game to me that i could just play that game front to back again and again and again so yeah makes sense Mm -hmm. now you you just need jaws to be remade and it would be, be the trifecta. Hey. It'd be the trifecta for him because he's had Ducktales remade. He's had Mario RPG remade. He just needs Jaws. Uh, yeah. Actually, Silent Hill Two is being remade That's too. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, so, it's like, the trifecta. Wow. Yeah. So, like almost all of his favorite games have been remade uh, at once. with varying degrees Ooh. of success. Because I don't think Ducktales remastered is nearly as good as. But also, how much this. of like how much of that was because of the system it got locked to at first? I think. I I don't even know about that. It's just. The little bit I've seen of, of DuckTales Remastered that Paul has played, I'm not impressed. Oh. I think the original is better. That And I don't really like DuckTales that much, but I think the original looked and played better. Than I, I'm pretty sure the, it came the, out on the, the other the systems, too, but I think I, I think it released on the Wii first originally, right? What's that? The, the DuckTales Remastered? Remastered? Uh, Wii U. Wii U, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Wii U and, and PlayStation 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... So I'm not, I'm not sure who... Yes, Jaws. I don't know who actually developed the game. LJN was no, the No, they were the publisher. They were not the developer. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I caught myself and said pub- they published Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> I hate when... Oh, Atlas. It was Atlas. Oh, okay. God All right. damn it. And they're remaking Persona 3. All right, which Atlas. Which comes out in February. Atlas, you heard it here. Please, remake Jaws. I wonder who... Well... It won't be the Universal same. Universal owns the rights, right? Probably, It yes, won't be the so. same. You know, you realize it's, it'll end up being like a... A much well, gonna, actually, well, they would you have can to play make... Jaws from the shark's perspective and play Maneater. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they could never. I, I, I don't think that any any main line game that comes out on like say PS5 
there is no way that you can make a game that short no. anymore. No, it, it would definitely yeah. be a, it would be an indie game, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. yeah, Super Mario RPG looks like a lot of fun. I I got my copy from you. I yep. can't wait to start playing it. Um, from what I've seen, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really liked Mario RPG. I liked the Paper Mario games. I see that one's getting an HD thing, uh, Thousand Year Door, at some point next year. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. It's falling into it now, too. I mean... Hey, it's easy money. Easy money. <laughs> They've already got the codes. They just have to freshen it up, and then they get yeah, to it's... charge $60 for the, the game. But I am going to say, though, that, I mean, this generation of consoles... Um, Switch far and away is my favorite system, mm, just I because can see that. just because of how mobile it is, how easy it is to play, and literally everything that comes out for any system seems to be ported to the Switch as well. Right, right. And because just, console exclusivity yeah. really isn't much of a thing anymore, other than well, like, it's first party titles. First party titles. Well, it was difficult because with PlayStation Three and Xbox, the Wii was so dumbed down compared to those that nothing could be ported from one to to the Wii. So there was such a limited amount of games that could actually come out for it. But now it seems like games can come out for the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 5, and they somehow have the (laughs) the ability to make it. Have you seen the graphics for, what is it, Mortal Kombat 1 for the Switch? (laughs) No, not for the Switch, but I... It looks terrible. Well, it makes sense, And I can't imagine Hogwarts Legacy plays very well on the Switch. They cut out entire sections of the game, I heard. I would assume so, because, I mean, that's a massive game. Yeah, but they just recently ported that to the the Switch. From what I understand, they, they cut something out. From mm. from that version of the game, so interesting. And that's that's where I, I love my Switch. Don't get me wrong; I absolutely adore it. But if I'm looking for a game that needs more graphical type thing, like like Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. or or um, or a game that has to load one. a lot, I'll go for PS5 I, over. Yeah. yeah, Switch I know is an underpowered system in terms. Well, of... Well, it's also it was the chip that that's in there was old when the system came out. Even now, it's even older. Yeah. So I mean, which I'm sure they'll tease a Switch Two at some point. They, I think they already are talking about Switch Two. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly they got some, like reporters got to go hands on with some early prototype. No, oh, maybe, but so I don't, I don't. Whether know. or not that's true, yeah, I, I was don't gonna know. say I didn't hear about a prototype, but I know that they're they're talking about like that is gonna be their next console is the Switch Two. Yeah. So. <sighs> but let's just hope that it doesn't go the way of the the Wii U, and people think that it's just nothing more than a, an expansion, yeah. a full a full priced expansion. So I mean, I I'd be okay if it's backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it needs to be. I think, in it my does. opinion, I think it, yeah. If you make it to where it's not, it's gonna it's gonna bomb. Mm-hmm. I, hate, I hate to tell you, but like the Switch Two will fucking burn. It'll be the Wii U all over again. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Wii U did. It, it was did. backwards compatible, though. It was. It was. But the Wii U was was one of those where it was under. Well, actually, I, I I think I'm thinking more of the new 3DS. Yes. The regular 3DS to the. Yes. I hate that name. 3DS the to new 3DS. 3DS yeah. Where it's like I feel like we got three games for it. Xenoblade Chronicles. That was is the only that was one specifically that was specifically made for the new 3DS yes. and on the. Well, when they did have the virtual or the eShop for the 3DS, um, you could purchase Super Nintendo games on the new 3DS. You could not on the old 3DS. That's stupid. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't understand um, that either. 
but yeah, Super Mario RPG, I couldn't buy the the uh, I couldn't buy it on the eShop because I didn't have a new 3DS. Mhm. So But yes, so that's well, anything else for you that's new? No. That's just what you've been up to? I think I did damn good. So You did? I'm uh, proud so, of you. Yeah, so so go ahead and top me. Kevin, what do you got? What do you got, baby? Well, that's easy. I played through like six games in the last like month. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit us up. What you been um, playing? I went through RoboCop Rogue City, and really, that's the new one, right? Terrible game. Like, oh, it's not good, huh? So, as like a love letter to like the first two movies, it's amazing. Oh, okay. Like it, it, it nails the aesthetic and like the feel. And like the like the sound of everything, it was mm-hmm. great in that terms, but in terms of like a, a game, it was trash. What did it play? What? Like? Yeah. What was? It's a first-person shooter, but like. What was trashy about it? So you're RoboCop. Yeah. Your movement is stiff and slow. Oh. Like his aiming was just shit. But isn't that like that's RoboCop though? But his aiming in the movies is immaculate. In oh. the game, like you're aiming and you'd be like. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, like enemies were like ridiculous bullet sponges there are certain uh, enemies like like basically you weren't like doing quick kills like without like headshots mm-hmm. and like I would by the end of the game I had it was like an 80 or 90% boost to weapon damage and I felt like I was doing no different damage the entire time hmm. so and like the only upgrade I found that was like that was worth it was one of them um, because you get these different, like, chips you put into the gun, then you could do this, like, skill board. One of them had, like, an infinite ammo thing where you don't have to reload. It was the most useful ability that the game had. I mean, that sounds like it'd be useful no matter what. Because, yeah, well, because the pistol has infinite ammo anyways, but you had to yeah, reload. Yeah. But this made it so you didn't have to reload, so it just it made it better. Hmm. And, like, the only other upgrade that was good was the full auto one, but there was never a board that I found that had full auto... And no reload. Mm. So I was just, but like, it just, it didn't play good. There'd be like stupid shit like, you have these different skills that you upgrade. One of them is like, basically a perception skill. But like, I'm in this warehouse. I can clearly see there's a door and there's a box in front of the door. I'm fucking RoboCop. It's a goddamn wood box. Let me punch through it and go through it. No, my detective skill or whatever wasn't high enough. I couldn't tell there was a door behind it. I can see the fucking door! Oh, get out of here. I'm like, uh, it's like, there was stuff like that. I'm just like, no. Like, if you're going to hide something, hide it. If I can see it, I should be able to just go through it. (laughs) Yeah, that's stupid. Like, there was a lot of stupid shit like that that I'm just like, oh, no. Sounds like Redfall. (laughs) No, no, it was better than that. Okay, thank God. Um... Like, there's a bunch of really, like, cool references to, like, the movies. Um, I'd buy that for a dollar. Unfortunately, they, there was, like, a couple stuff like that, but that guy wasn't in there. Nah. Um, do you remember how, like, the end of the first movie is? Mm-mm. Like, where the dude gets, like, shot up and he falls on, like, the, the model of the city or whatever? No. Yeah, or was that the end of the story? Or is it the second one? I don't remember. There, one of the executives one. gets, like, shot up and he falls on, like, the model of, like, the city. Mm-hmm. Well, you can find that model with the blood stains all over it still in OCP Tower in, like, one of the closets. Oh, that's So, funny. like, there's, there's yeah. nice little nods. It's a nice like, little nod. Yeah. Not, like, but, like, yeah, it's... It's supposed to take place, like, between Robocop, like, 2 and 3, I think they said, but, like, he's back to being more, like, 
RoboCop 1 where Murphy wasn't really Murphy anymore, but, you know, towards the end of the movie, he basically comes back to being Murphy, just slightly slower than what he was. Mm -hmm. like. But, like, yeah, you're back to being, like, basic RoboCop again. It's like, well, if it's supposed to take place later, he shouldn't be acting like this anymore. He should be more Mm human-ish. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. it made no sense in that regard. So it's like, eh, I don't know what you were doing with that. Um... I played through The Ascent, which was really good. It's a, I guess, twin stick shooter mm. for, like, it's on PS4 and stuff. Did you also play, uh, was it the new Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, I, I beat that. Okay. Oh, of course you did. Um, yeah. How was that? So Ascent was really, really good. It's a, like a steampunk twin stick shooter, but it's mm. kind of... Diablo-ish and that you'll get like incremental weapon upgrades and you can upgrade your equipment and stuff like that. Hmm. It was really, really good. Um, God, what else did I play through? Sniper Elite 5. Got so far into it and then I just uh, just eh. Because I, I ran No, I ran, I was running into glitches where like my target would go through the wall, would fall through the floor. Oh. And I'm like, Whoops. well, I can't take out my target if I can't shoot my target. So yeah. it's like, I just, I was like, fuck it. I'm, I couldn't really do much with that one. Um, then yeah, Spider-Man 2, I finally got to play through all of that. And that was just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah amazing. Yeah. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> what they what they did with like Venom in that one was kind of a weird combination of the like the original origin well, Venom Ultimate new... and their own thing. Oh, interesting. That the Ultimate. Well, cuz like Venom in in, in Ultimate Venom, Venom was designed to cure cancer or something like that. Ah. Well, in Spider-Man 2, it is an alien, mm-hmm. but they were using it to cure Harry of a disease. Oh, interesting. Okay. And so, like in the first game, Harry is like like this like the little bonus scene at the end of the first one is you see Harry floating in the tank with like the Venom symbiote somewhat on him and like spreading out all over the tank, like mm-hmm. the tank he's floating in. Yeah, yeah. And then and yeah and then this one like Harry gets out. Harry starts as Venom. Oh, does he really? Like he's the one with the symbiote and stuff. Yeah, and like when like he that. first has the suit, he looks kind of like Agent Venom. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's going, and then eventually, um, Peter gets the suit for a while. Which uh, makes sense. Yeah, and he and like it actually affects his personality, which was cool. Does he is there any dance scenes? No. Oh. No dancing. Boring. No him trying to flirt with people and failing. Or going emo and just yeah. pulling his hair down to um, cover his face. Yeah. But, like, Venom, like, you actually get to act, play as Venom rampaging for a bit. Oh, nice. And he plays like Venom should. He didn't play, like, a modified Spider-Man. Instead of, like, web-slinging and stuff, he was, like, jumping and using his tendrils for sweeps and stuff like that. Uh, he was actually killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, from, from, like, the trailers and stuff we watched, the game looked incredible. Oh, graphically, it? it's, like, really impressive. Um... The thing I thought was a little weird with it is they pull in... Did you play Web of Shadows? No, I haven't. I just haven't haven't played it yet, though. So, like, kind of like that, and then, I can't remember what the, the story arc in the comics is, but, like, where, like, the symbiote basically starts spreading over the city. Mm. Well, that's Venom starts trying to do that. Like, he was going to purify Earth basically by taking everything over. Oh, gotcha. But it's weird because... 
all of like the non-venom symbiotes have null spiral mm-hmm. and there's a fragment of like this uh the meteor that he came on that can like basically help him create more symbiotes yeah. that has null spiral but there's no references to null otherwise oh interesting which so is it was a almost, little weird almost like a tie-in to king and black without like it almost feels the... like maybe that, that that's the direction they're gonna start they oh, might the go third in the future one. maybe is the bring third in one. null or something yeah um mm-hmm. but mary jane gets possessed by a symbiote and becomes scream oh okay which was a really cool cameo yeah um but it, she's literally there for like a 10 minute thing you beat her and then it's gone which was a little weird so they introduce her and then have her go away like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the really cool side missions is you're you go you're tracking down this cult leader with uh, Yuri Watanabe who is actually Wraith. Okay. So yeah. she actually is like and she's in the first game as Yuri as a cop. Mm-hmm. In the Miles game she's gone and then in Spider-Man Two she shows Comes back, back up as, as Wraith. As Wraith, yeah. which is cool. Mm-hmm. But you're she's been tracking down this cult leader. Who she's like telling you, oh, he's a serial killer and stuff like that and things like that. I couldn't quite figure out who he was through most of the game. He's a redhead serial killer who's obsessed uh, with the, fire. Well, the second that you said serial killer, I'm like, well, the only serial killer that's ever really been in there is Cletus. But it didn't seem like Cletus because I don't ever remember uh, him leading a cult of, that was obsessed with burning things with fire. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Cult of Carnage. It's a reference to the. Well, but yeah, they, 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 they were a cult yeah. of like like some I can't remember what they called it, but like the the one I figured out it was Cletus is there's this book he has, and in it, the guy their prophet or whatever has it looks like a symbiote. I'm like that's carnage yeah. right there, and then later on they steal a fragment of the symbiote and he reveals that yeah it's, his name's Cletus Cassidy. Mm-hmm. He goes away with a fragment of the symbiote. Oh, nice. So they're setting up carnage so setting for the next game. Uh, so yeah, like they they set up a whole lot of cool stuff with this one. That's awesome. Um, like the final stinger scene, they set up um, Cindy Moon. Oh, Silk. Yeah, yeah, Silk. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. and Peter is basically setting it up to step away as Spider Man oh, okay. a little. Yeah. So which that's kind of that could be kind of interesting. Plus, it's Doc Ock is setting it up for. Uh, another sort of Sinister Six, but with either Harry or Norman becoming Green Goblin. Oh, okay. Because yeah. with the, without the symbiote on, Harry's disease starts coming back. So it's kind of... How would it be Harry, then? Well, and then, then at be... the end of the oh. game, Harry's lying in a thing, and, like, Norman's on the phone with someone, and he's like, get the G-serum ready, or something like that. Oh, the Goblin, yeah. So it's so okay. either Harry or Norman's gonna go, like, Goblin. Yeah. Which will be interesting. That that makes sense, then. Um, <laughs> God, what, am, what else did I play through? I started playing through Dismantle not this couple days ago, which is a pretty interesting... I don't know what Dismantle I've is. never heard of that, either. Yeah. I'm only playing through it because it's on PlayStation Plus. It was, ah, okay. gotcha. It's this like open world game where it's a zombie apocalypse thing, but like you can basically anything you can see, you can basically break down to break to like upgrade your gear and stuff like that. Mm. But so it's like Fortnite meets. Uh, you're not building it? anything. Minecraft. Yeah. You're just you're breaking Roblox. you're breaking shit to to like uh, upgrade your gear. You're not building stuff hmm. to try to get to like some is some point where like the escape thing was or something like that i don't know i'm not really paying attention to the story so, so it's like stuff. so it's like dead rising you can just use anything to 
Except for like weapons. like anything is destructible in the environment. Uh, hmm. It's pretty interesting. So uh, so so it's like it's like uh, Rise of the Imperfects. Yeah, basically. <laughs> It's, it's, they touted that as like all it's environments, all environments are breakable. <laughs> it's Minecraft meets that. But no, um, sorry, that that was a ter- terrible game, absolutely terrible. <sighs> there was something else I played through, and now I can't remember. It wasn't that important. No, and it I wasn't. Guess and it wasn't that good. No, oh, uh, Solstice, which was the Nintendo game. No, S O U L. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, that was one I was kind of interested in looking. Souls at. Tice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just solstice, but like Souls Tice. Yeah. But like I I looked at it, like the art, I was like like gameplay, I was like, oh, it looks like it's a Devil May Cry game. But then I'm like, her armor and stuff looks like it's from um, Berserk. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cool, it's a combination of these two things. The game is terrible. Oh, is that good, huh? Well, like, combat was fine, and, like, when you're in combat, the camera's free, like, unlocked, and you can move, but when you're not in combat, they have these obnoxious, like, wide-angle shots of, like, you're walking this way, but the camera's way down here panning up to everything. It's like, we made these beautiful environments, so we're going to force you to look at them all. Oh, And it gets in the way of exploring, because, like, they'll have stuff hidden behind walls. Well, I can't see it. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to know something is there if I can't fucking see it? Oh, and I yeah. can't manipulate the camera to see it. Yeah, that sucks. So it's like, nah, I stopped playing after like two hours. Jeez. Uh, Sounds like the Spider-Man one was the big, the big, the big well, that, was the, that was the one I've been waiting for. for yeah. Like, yeah, and I'd like that one I got to play because uh, uh, my buddy and I finally did the, the system link. Mm. So I have his profile on my system. He has mine on his. And any game he owns, I can download. I can like log into his profile, download it, and then play it on mine. Mm. So yeah. I can download. That's how I get all the PlayStation Plus stuff. I'm downloading games to try them, and yeah, it's yeah. been. In, it's nice. Like so, I, like I said, I got to play through it. Mm. That's especially yeah. nice because you don't like clutter, so you wouldn't want all these physical copies of games anyway. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. Well, and and some of them like. You wouldn't want to own anyway. Well, like, yeah, Solstice <laughs> is a good example. Is like, if that was a game I paid 60 bucks for, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's just not... Same with RoboCop. I, if RoboCop would have been, like, a $20, maybe $30 game, oh, it'd be reasonable. $60, $70 game like it is? No. Welcome, welcome to the era of Nintendo, where you bought a game Basically, for $50, $60. You didn't know. It was a crapshoot of what that game was going to yeah. be. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's unfortunately with some of these games too, watching videos doesn't help anymore. No, it no, yeah. it doesn't. So it's it's little eh. Well Jesus. Yeah, I've been playing through a lot. I there's probably more that I was downloading and playing, but I just can't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm actually interested in trying the Spider Man games, actually. Because after watching really. the trailers and stuff for that Spider Man 2, I'm mm. like, dude, this looks amazing. Yeah. But I know there's like a few games before it. There's Spider Man 1, Miles Morales, and then Spider Man 2. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah, is it's, a, one, it's basically a trilogy. Is one Web of Fire? No, just, it's just, just called Spider-Man. Marvel's, just... Marvel's Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the second one was called uh, Spider Man Miles Morales. Right. Yeah. That, one, then, that one I knew because. And then, yeah. And yeah. then Spider Man 2. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So. It's confusing. Yeah, mm. a little. And Spider-Man 2, but it's the third game. That makes sense. It's, well, it's Final Fantasy Syndrome all over again. Miles yeah. Morales was originally just supposed to be an expansion to the original, to the mm. first game. Okay. But then it became, I guess, too big, and they decided to make it its own standalone thing. Okay. 
So it's it's not it, well. It is part of the main story. It's technically also a side story. Hmm. You could get away with just jumping to two, but you would lose a chunk of the story. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to see if that's on the. I wonder if they're on the PlayStation Plus. Thing. So what have you been playing? Uh, I've been kind of. Well, I've been playing a few things. Um, a little bit more old school kind of stuff, I guess. Uh, sea of Stars is a big one. Mm. It, yeah, I played through that one too. Yep, came out a little while ago. It's a huge love letter to like Chrono Trigger. Yep. Uh, Golden Sun. Um, there's another one too. But it's it's basically those. It's it's mm-hmm. basically a throwback. It looks like it could be something. It's that, a SNES era RPG. Yeah, oh, and it looks like it was something that came out on SNES. Oh wow! It's it's all timed hits. Like I. I would say you'd like it, but I think it's a little too hard for you, because it's. it's uh, not, excuse me. It's a little too hard for you. It's it's not an easy walkthrough of a game. I can tell you that right now. There's there's a little bit too much thinking involved. I don't know. I walked through it, <laughs> but I am a god amongst gamers. No, yeah. But no, it's it's super enjoyable. I backed the game on Kickstarter a couple years ago, so I'm waiting for my physical copy. Um. But it got put but, on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, it got put on PlayStation Plus and stuff for free. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll, I'll download it on there and, and play it. Because I've been itching to play it. And I just say, I'm super impressed with it. It's It plays just like those old games. It looks like it, it's it's a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yes, I am super. If you get the chance, Sea of Stars. I know it's up for awards uh, on various like gaming sites and stuff is like did the, they release it for the switch it's on yeah. everything mm. yeah. it's on it's on everything uh yeah switch playstation 5 well i didn't say do you have playstation plus i don't know I, I can't imagine he would no uh, uh, i wasn't sure if even if he went like the low end or the middle or like just one of the little ones for no him. no mm. i didn't uh besides that um i've also been playing a, kind of <clears throat> talking about remakes and stuff uh star ocean 2 got a uh, remaster called Star Ocean Second Story R or something like that. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's, they made that first departure R for yeah. the, the remake. They did they did that on, yeah. So the, I was mean, it Vita or PSP? Uh, well, they did First Departure and Second Evolution, which were both PSP. There, yeah, PSP. But then they released First Departure R on PS4 a while back. I want to say that was basically just a port with some oh, added the, stuff. Yeah, I think it was just the PSP game cleaned yeah. up a little bit more. And this this one's like a straight up from the ground up kind of remake, reimagine, but still kept a lot of the same elements. Very very good. <laughs> I love Star Ocean too. It's it was one of my favorite RPGs on the PlayStation One, and it's it's this remake they did of it is fan fucking tastic nice wonderful quality of life improvements battle flows much much better and it, it's uh, if you've never played star ocean star ocean 2 go for it super great well and much like final fantasy while there might be references to other stuff you they're self-contained stories so. yes yes that's that's the nice part it's like this it kind of is a continuation of star ocean one but not really it, there's, I mean, you play as the main character from the first one. It's almost like East, where they're, they're one story, but not one story. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, the East series is very strange in that sense. You're, it, you literally play as the same character through every single one, but 
they're all self-contained stories within his adventures. It's very bizarre. Well, and with the amount of amnesia he has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he's got so much damn brain damage. <laughs> Poor at all. But, nope, Star Ocean's great. Um, and then I've been playing through other... Uh, Little bit, little bits here and there of other games just to try them out. I, I know I tried uh, Astria Ascending or something like that for the Switch. I want to say that's what it was called. Oh, that's the one you were telling me about on the way over here, right? No. The hell one was I telling you on the way the here? The Celestial one or something rising? Oh, Astral Ascent. There we go. That, mm. That's a different one. That's another one I backed on Kickstarter. It kind of looks like a, it plays like a Wizard of Legend. I don't know. That's it's I've like a roguelite sort of like no. dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. I I'm a sucker for wizardy shit, and it's like you basically build your spells and you you. I'll I'll have to show you sometime. Mm. Super fun. I I really loved it. Kind of more of a Hades, I guess, would be a better way to put it. Mm. I know that that was a huge, huge game. Um, but yeah, other that's that's basically it. Is that I'm waiting for. Persona 3 remake comes out in February. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll kind of go on to, I guess, what I wanted to talk about today. It was, And I know we've talked about this before in a different episode. I think it's the Power Trip uh, remade and remastered. I think it's the name of the episode before. But mm. we seem to be hitting that again, where they're just taking everything and just remastering it, remaking it, Re-releasing it for another sixty dollars. <laughs> I mean, you do know why that is, right? Because suckers like us will pay for it. It's well, we are now of the age where it's not our parents buying the games for us; it is us who have disposable income to spend on these games, and we have nostalgia for those games. Oh yes, but also too, it is a brand that is already tried and true. Mm-hmm. You have how many games have come out this year that were supposed to be these big AAA titles that were supposed to be the launch or the starting point of an entire franchise, only to fall squarely <laughs> on its face? <laughs> Forspoken. <laughs> right, right. There you go. I loved Forspoken. Personally, I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Was that the one that uh, basically, as soon as it came out, or like a month later, the entire, like, the company company disbanded? No, yeah, yeah, the Square dissolved them and moved all the people into other departments. Because people ripped it apart, which I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. I fucking loved and adored Forspoken. I know Kevin played a bunch of it. I I, I, I don't think you ever finished it. No, no, I got sidetracked playing all their stuff, because Forspoken is... It's one of those games where it's so massive... But it's like the Ubisoft open world games where it's like, oh, I see it on the map. I have to go do it. Mm-hmm. And it just gets overwhelming at a certain point. Like My OCD so... and like ADD do not work together on these game, types oh, of games. Sure, sure. So it drives me nuts. It, was, it just became too much and I had to play. I got distracted by other stuff. Yeah. The, the way I forced myself through it was I, I did that for the first two areas. I saw something. I had to go do it. And then like the final few, I ignored shit. I'm like I, I just I, have I was to struggling to. That's I had to force my brain to be like just fucking ignore it, and I mean that's how I got through it. But because mm-hmm. eventually in that game there are certain things that become obsolete, like you you get these this mana power to basically upgrade your skills, and and your crafting. It, 
to be honest, there's so fucking much of it. Well, you say, don't need it anymore. So you mm-hmm. can ignore half of the things on the map because it's all monotracks. By the time yeah. I think I got like the the first like spell type from one of the like those the main mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember what they're called. Oh, the Tantas? Yeah. So you start with your two skill trees and then I got the fire one. I already had my skill trees maxed out, and when I got the fire one, I immediately just maxed it all out. Yeah, it's I very had that easy. much like that, and still mm-hmm. had tons of energy left over. It was like yeah. eh. it, it becomes it becomes a pointless resource. Yeah. Same with the equipment. It's the it's equipment so is kind of universal, of where it's like if you pick the if you like the look of something, you can change all the skills on it to be whatever you want it to be, and then just max it out parameter wise. And that's your that's your best equipment. So it's like there are certain things where it's like they're inconsequential to do. So it's like that that's pretty like like you said it's it's one of those open world follies where it's it's a big big full world of nothing. So but that that is my point is that so you you yeah. make this forespoken. You put a hundred million dollars into mm-hmm. it. How what what did they spend? Whatever it was. What did they spend on? I don't. It was supposed to be like three or four hundred. Okay, so it was ridiculous point, amounts. Point made. Three or four hundred million on a brand new AAA title that yeah. is supposed to be your launch point for an entire franchise, and you don't know if it's going to do well. So you're throwing all this money to make sure that it succeeds, and then it comes out and it crashes straight on its face. People don't like it. People complain about it. This that's wrong with it. And the, the basically the team of a hundred people that you had working on this game, or two hundred people, however many it was, now you completely disband that team. You dissolve it because this game lost us money, and we can't afford to keep this this uh, this team running anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you take a game that is well liked that you know is going to sell like gangbusters because people are still talking about it years and years later, like a Super Mario RPG, where you need half the team size because you've already got the game. you already got the framework. You, you already know what the game is going to be. You just have to pretty it up. You just need the art department, look, basically. Yes. Look through the dialogue, maybe change a few things around, but literally you're spending, what, $50 million, $100 million? So a quarter of the price on this game that you know is going to sell many million copies because this many people want this game. True. So it's very easy, very lucrative. You know that you're going after a license or a game that people want and people it is already tried and true. There's nothing to prove. It's just literally a one-for-one copy. And then, honestly, I feel like the way that people are now where they're not as open to new video game IPs as they used to be. I feel that way too. It's actually a vicious cycle Mm -hmm. of people are complaining about Starfield or uh, Forspoken. Starfield deserves it though. Well, whatever. But it's like... Why can't anybody come out with anything new? Yeah. Why can't people come out with anything new? Well, because we're pissing away all this money trying to do something new and then people don't like it. So you know what? We're going back to what... Or, we I know mean, everybody likes. Like, look at, like, Call of Duty. 
People bitch about every time a new one comes out. And but yet what happens? One, it sells millions of, of copies every time. Every year. Yeah. Every single like, time. People like, can complain. There's a reason why that basically keeps that company afloat. People can it complain. It allows them to do other stuff. I actually read a thing, yeah. I think, about Fortnite released uh, a pack of uh, original Battle Royale maps. Mm-hmm. And it was the highest player base they had seen in years. When they released this OG pack, they, they they where it basically went back to the battle royale. Of course, it went to the original. I think yeah. it restored the map. Yeah. Well, because Fortnite's been it's built on a an ongoing story, so the map. No, they actually physically changed the map as stuff of the story is okay. going on. I don't really care about that, but it's like so like they don't it they did it so it doesn't get stale, so it's not. Oh, this is the same spot every time. Keep doing this. It, that, was, it was a way of keeping things fresh and not having it be too repetitive i guess but you're still alienating but, a fan base who like the certain it's like but eh. you're not but you're not alienating enough people to make a difference yeah and this is the same the the same reason games like madden mlb whatever year uh nba 2k whatever the the year is mm-hmm. it's uh, call of duties all of that stuff Everybody is constantly, all you hear is like, God, why don't they just stop doing it? It's just the same game over and over and over again. It's the same complaint that people have. Like, if you watch a bad movie, like a like a Friday the 13th movie, they're on Friday the 13th 100. It's like, oh my God, why are they still making these stupid movies? Don't they know that people don't care about these anymore? Well, when you're putting $100,000 into a movie and it's it's... Uh, making five million at the box office. Guess what? Yeah, five million is not that much, but the amount that you put into it, yeah, it's paying off. So well, we're gonna keep on doing it. I will say this though: with movies, it is slightly different because you can get tax write-offs for movies that fail. Well, I see they're yes. bringing Saw back. Well, they've yeah, done like eleven or twelve now. Yeah. yeah, but no, I see your point. I, yeah. I but there's a difference, I think, in taking something like Super Mario RPG, where it's basically one for one. Mm-hmm. With with some souped up graphics, same with with Star Ocean, uh, the the one that I'm playing, it's basically one for one. Nothing really new in it, other than quality of life and graphics and playability. Mm-hmm. And take something like the Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, Resident Evil Four remakes, where they're pretty much a brand new game. Yeah, with obviously familiar beats. But it's a brand new game. Like it's from the ground up. You know what I mean? Yes, but again, with Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, it may be or Resident Evil Four, the remakes. It may be a brand new game. Yeah. But you are literally taking, and that is the same thing that happened with Resident Evil remake. It was very well received when they made the changes that they did, but there was still some that they kept similar to the original. Right. And you still had the IP of saying. This is Resident Evil 1. You guys loved Resident Evil 1. It sold over 5 million right, copies. Right, right. Well, guess what? We're, we're remaking it. And it, so you're going to know some of it, but there's going to be some brand new stuff, too. No, it's like the and, skeleton was there, but they just yeah. put a new flesh exactly. on it. So See, it's like I, the framework was there. Yeah. They're just putting on a, a new coat of paint, a couple new extra parts to yeah, it. Yeah, but no, I'm more for these. Like yes. those types. Look yeah. at Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes, it's almost bigger than the original. Oh yeah. At this point, it like, makes it makes a hell of a lot of sense because people were like, "How could you possibly split a three-disc PlayStation One game into three separate games? How could you even do that?" And you, now, <laughs> and now you're understanding how, like, oh wow, we can actually see how. Wow, they this need is to almost split this up. 
Although with FF7, it's also slightly a little bit different because it's not just a... It's not even the same story anymore. Well, because it's, it's not... It's, it's doing the entire FF7 collection. It's including stuff from oh, Crisis yeah. Core. It's including stuff from the Turks phone game. Right. It's mm-hmm. including stuff from Dirge of Cerberus. The Advent Children stuff might be getting yeah. pulled into it. I was going to say... It's, it's even basically like, a new story. They basically took everything from the Final Fantasy VII compilation where, like, these are the parts we like... Now we're going to do but, something. But again, you have a tried and true uh, uh, formula still... for fa- Final Fantasy VII, which is one of the most beloved video games of all time. Although I don't, so... the, the story deviates so much at the end, but... it's not the same skeleton anymore. No, 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 of course. But you have the name Final Fantasy yeah, right, VII. Right. You already have that, and people's adulations, they've wanted to have this for so long. What do you mean? They weren't satisfied with the PC port? (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) But, I mean, you could literally put whatever you want into it, Mm. but people have already been clamoring for this Mm -hmm. for so Mm -hmm. long that it's going to sell. Even if it was absolute shit, it's still going to sell like gangbusters, and then people can just can complain all they want. But it's still going to sell. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm excited for Persona 3. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically taking like the Persona Five kind of engine and applying it to that to game, the old to the old games. Yeah, Persona Three because I don't I don't know how familiar you are with the Persona games. None whatsoever. It pretty much reinvigorated the series because Persona One and Two, they were tough for the PlayStation. For the yes. PlayStation, they were very. I tough remember games. trying to play the first one and yeah. it was just ugh. it's a slog. They're they're yeah. difficult. Like yeah. they're old school difficult. Mm-hmm. And Persona Three kind of. Made it accessible. Oh, and sure. And Persona 4 even more so, and yeah. even more so with Persona 5. Like, mm-hmm. they're milking Persona 5's fucking dick like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Like, they just yeah. came out with a tactical RPG for Persona 5. Oh, seriously? They've done a Warriors game for Persona 5. Wow. They've released Persona 5 two or three dance. times now. They've also done the dance They've done game. a Persona 5 dancing all night game. Oh, I remember, yeah. The rhythm I remember game, that, yeah. yeah. I'm actually surprised they, they haven't the done Ultimax. a Persona 5 Arena. They, well, Ultimax includes the it includes Persona Five stuff. I didn't think it did. I think the remit the re-release did. Oh, think. maybe it did. Yeah, because they did the Persona Fighting game. Like they are just Persona. I I don't know if they'll ever go to Persona Six. Like it's it's basically Skyrim all over again, but Persona. It's like for fuck's sake, would you please? <laughs> well, case in point, then maybe once it stops selling. Then they'll because Capcom does that all the time with their Street Fighter games. Yeah. How many iterations of Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Five do we get before they came out with Street Fighter Six? I think Destiny Two is starting to do that too, where they're because now they're finally releasing their final chapter. I, I yeah, think it's okay. called Destiny or their final season. I think it's or expansions Destiny Two, the final piece or something like that. Hmm. I think it's the last chapter before they're. All right, it's done. Like, yeah. Well, at least this part. Yeah, at least of it this done. part of it, because uh, I mean, fucking, whatever. Destiny's lame. I, I I stopped caring about that a long time ago. But um, but the point is, like, ground up remakes, I think are. I don't want to say so... better. No, they're better. But I th- I think there's more. It's a reimagining. That's... I think there's a better. Yeah. It's better marketed. Yeah. Than than just saying, oh, here's. Here's Super Mario RPG again. Even well, though it's such a beloved game, don't get me okay, wrong. So, like, here's a good example. Legend of Dragoon was put onto the PS4. Yeah. It's literally just the PS1 game on the PS4. 
Yeah, yeah. All of the issues the, P- the, the PS1 game had are still there. That's sad. Same thing with wow, the Final Fantasy VIII remaster. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it, it did the that HD upscale smoothing thing on it, and it added like the the, the cheat engine thing that it's got. But it's still got. literally the same game. But it's the same, same thing. Horsepower. There is yeah. no real change to anything. It's, it's, I think the Final Fantasy X and X two were the same way. The mm. HD upscale. Yeah, like it's. I think you mean Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X uh, Cross. 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 You son of a bitch. Cross two. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I I think ground up remakes are better. I agree. I just uh, I they, agree. Just because they can they can do more with it usually. I mean, look yeah. at uh, what is it, Trials of Mana. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. It, it's a ground up remake of Second Death Two Three. Oh. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it plays very very well, and it's good. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I can see the point of certain what like Super Mario RPG. If they did something entirely brand new. I don't think it would be as good. No. Because it's like you almost like certain games. I feel cater more to the nostalgia than because mm-hmm. it was so prolific. Like if they took Symphony of the Night and gave it like the FF Seven treatment, where they just completely ground up. Let's let's instead of side scrolling, let's make it a three D hack and slash kind of like a, a Curse of Darkness or whatever for the PS Two. You know, if they did something like like, would you do you think it would be as good? No. I don't think so no. either. I think that side-scrolling Metroidvania style, the two D, well, the two D, yeah, the two D platforming, um, it, it became their, it became I mean, their it formula. Yeah, it became their formula for basically every Castlevania game for like the next ten years. Yeah, actually, probably even longer than that. I don't know. I actually, I think a 3D one could work nowadays because so too, actually. look at look at God of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok. They are basically Metroidvanias. Yeah, you don't get to go unlock new. There are certain realms you can't go until you have. Wait, new, you mean the new God of War games are like Metroidvanias? Sort of, because no. there are, there are certain things you can't do until after you have certain other upgrades. Oh. So, like, yeah, while they're still very, they're linear, there are some side exploration stuff that you can't do without some of the upgrades uh. and some of the other abilities. So, like, I, I think I think a 3D Metroidvania would work nowadays. It would just have to be the right developer. That's, That's the problem. True. That's you wouldn't, true. You couldn't just give it to anyone to do it. And it would have to be very specific developers to be able to make it work right. Gotcha. But- yeah, maybe that's a good point. I will say, okay, that was a that was a bad example because <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, I think a 3D cast. Well, maybe not because the Lords of Shadow games really didn't do all that great. They were fantastic. I liked them. Well, okay, uh, I, 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 like, I, I like rephrase, the first one. I will rephrase that. The first two were great. The yes. third one, Mirror of Fate, and the, the first one were were fantastic. The, the third the, one was the second, I never yeah, I never because it, it jumped and it jumped to the like modern day. While I wanted to see it, it just wasn't handled very. But it well. also mm. changed it to where it was more of a stealth game, yeah. Versus the actual like classic Castlevania, because like Dracula was all like yeah, weak after being asleep mm-hmm. for so long and shit like that. It was kind of. Eh. But but I really like. I hate saying this because but it's it's true and people are not gonna like this. But if you want to see more new titles and new games and less of these remakes and remasters, at some point you're going to have to bite the bullet and put your money down so that it tells the game developers, yep, people are willing to spend their money on these new franchises to see something new come out. Until that happens, 
I can guarantee you that right now, how we see remakes and remasters coming out at just breakneck pace, we're going to see it much faster. Like, we're going to see more of them. Oh, I agree. And I am fearful of there may be a point where it finally... AAA developer titles just just cease to exist. You're going to see a lot more of these... um, Basically, the uh, games on like PlayStation Network or on the um, the the Nintendo uh, store on the Switch or something like that. Like you're gonna find these small independent games that will have like a, a shovel knight that will end up becoming so grandiose because people ended up loving this game and then the word of mouth spread and then all of a sudden now you have a brand new franchise that you can then go to and milk all you need to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I can guarantee you, like, the days of a triple-A title coming out, I, I, I think it's limited. I, I don't think there's much I, time I, left I'm going to say, I, I don't know if they'll go away completely, because as, as, as long as there are developers like Insomniac doing, like, what they've done with, like, the Spider-Man franchise... They're jumping to Wolverine next. But again... That's not a new IP. That's not a new IP. Well, that's Marvel. I, that's still comic you'll, book. You'll, you'll see sequels, well, I, I think, definitely. But you're not going to see yeah, a Forspoken or, yeah, or okay. a... Exactly. Insomniac's not going to yeah. jump into something that they have never done or never tested before. Insomniac is going to go back to Spyro the Dragon. They they're gonna, no, they're not, because they don't own them. Well, what... Microsoft you know what... It, shut the hell up! <laughs> Stop being such a know-it-all and being right all the time. No, stop it. Unless you can correct me, I'm always right. But again, they're like Naughty Dog is going to go to Crash Bandicoot. They're going to go to The Last of Us. They're not going to do some new, new title that like that they don't know if it's going to succeed. They can't take the risk. No, they really because nowadays one failed game means the means the company is the company is done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at uh, Uh, what was that one that game that came out by Square Enix that Babylon's Fall. Mm. It was supposed to be this uh, a big MMO nonsense thing. That's games as a service don't work on consoles. What happened? I mean, I think they're still around, but what happened to to CD Projekt Red? Mm. They recovered after Cyberpunk. Did, did they recover? Oh, oh yeah. But they but, were they were yeah. hurting for a while, and there was they talk were pretty that much they on were, the verge of collapse. Yeah, they they were talking about bankruptcy. They're, they CD Projekt Red like they would have they would have been hurt. They wouldn't have closed from it. You don't they, think so? They, that was a pretty they are failing. They are filthy rich. Oh. Like they're like Microsoft almost not quite my, to that level, but they mm. are rich rich. They could weather it without a problem. Mm. I well, don't know, still, man. There's not many companies no, that could PR do that. No, the PR hit and, uh, I was about and to say, you... future games not selling yeah. would be a different story. Yes. But they could they can weather the game failing. But I mean that that puts a that puts a mark on your record. Like yes. you see another yes. CD Projekt Red title coming out, you're like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. Anyone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah, why like... like like Starfield. Like as much as that game was hyped up, it's not. Like it's not a bad game. I know it's glitchy as fuck as per well, it's Bethesda. A, it's a Bethesda game, but it's it's Bethesda. They released a game that's cool and good in concept and functional for what it is. But it's going to be the modding community that makes it what it should have been. Mm. And that's mm. pathetic for a company that's supposed to be one of the best developers out there. Considering Bethesda's been around since the NES. Yes, well, they and, have. And I I know I talked about it before, but like 
glitches and issues that were in present in Skyrim are still there in Starfield. You kidding? The glitches and stuff from Skyrim were in Morrowind. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I mean, they haven't learned anything like, I, from I'm uh, pretty from sure game. I talked about this before, but like one of the towns, like you walk in, you can like crouch down into this little puzzle, like the puddle, and you can access the vendor's inventory that was like right below the ground mm-hmm. and steal all their stuff. That should not ever happen with a studio like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like in there's like large swaths of okay, you're walking. Like oh, wasn't there a game? Was it a Bethesda title where it's like they actually like somebody found a room where all of these like rare items were actually stored like in the game code, and then that they wouldn't surprise me. And then uh, like they actually banned the the player for life for actually like finding it and going into it. That wouldn't surprise. It sounds me. familiar, but I, I I, I can't re- remember if it was Bethesda, but you know what I'm talking about I though, right? I feel like I do. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wasn't that related to Fallout seventy six? I think so. Maybe Someone, it, it was maybe Fallout it was. 76 where they, but somebody they, found this like treasure trove stuff that was supposed to be off limits to players, but I guess they just didn't expect any players to find it, and somebody did, and then they ended up giving them a lifetime ban for well, for like discovering a mistake that you literally made in the game. It's glitches and bullshit in their games, just like it, I mean, it's just like the Skyrim thing where you could take a spoon or whatever and walk through walls. Yeah, yeah. You I, I can't remember what it is. You pick up a bowl, basically turn around, like push it into the wall, like turn around backwards or something, and it'll push through the wall and stuff like that you can still do that yeah like it's stupid shit Mm -hmm. like why wouldn't you as soon as that hits why wouldn't you fix that yeah code it to like to better some sort of collision section yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah i that's or like the thing i watched some some gameplay for starfield and there was they went to one of the places and it's like okay that your destination is we'll just say like 400 meters that way started running there was literally nothing in between. No enemies to fight, nothing to discover, nothing. It was just dead area. Empty area of just rocks. Like Redfall. <laughs> We're going to keep coming back to Redfall. Um, yeah, I, I see where Paul's getting at with the why new IPs aren't a thing, are going to be non-existent. And I wonder, too, if a lot of that negativity towards new IPs is just because of how loud reviewers are nowadays. Like, you had reviewers in, like, Nintendo Power and and, IGN and, and, you know, Game Game Informer, Game Pro, you know. You have those types of reviewers, but, like... It's not that they're loud, necessarily. People take it as gospel. No, not even that. Back then, you could post something... In Nintendo Power, what was Nintendo Power's base? Three million, three million yeah. subscribers, five million subscribers. Well, I think we'll, we'll just say loud. I think it's just he means by reach. We'll just, just say yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Is, 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 so maybe we're we're talking about the same thing. Then yeah, is yeah. that was that was your reach? Is was the publication? Now you have a reach where somebody posts something on on YouTube of their their review or Twitter, and it literally reaches five million people, ten million people within twenty four hours. Yeah. Like, that is a huge reach that now you can't just say, oh, well, it's just one person. Like, okay, this is just one person's uh, opinion of it. But because they themselves have so much, I guess, regard across, like, the... Too much clout. Yeah, basically. Mm, Yeah. Then people are taking their thought of it for gospel. I mean... 
with how with many, the with the angry video game. I was nerd. just about to say that. How many games have we? How played? many games have we played and beat and really liked yeah. or said like this isn't as hard as I thought it was because the freaking angry video game nerd made it sound like it was impossible. Silver for, Surfer, for one Rambo. Thing, yeah. Although for one, like him, I kind of view as an exception because it's. It's a parody. His is a parody. It's a character. It's an entertainment. He's how not a true review. But how, how many, many people, people know that? Exactly. Though? And how many people take that's, what he's telling for gospel? Yeah. And he's not. And he's not telling anybody. Oh yeah, these are just parodies. Like oh, but, the game's no, not he, as hard as he I. He makes it clear in interviews that he's doing this as entertainment. But people can't separate entertainment from legitimate criticism. Yeah. But that. That's kind of the point I'm trying. I was I'm I'm trying to to make is like mm-hmm. these new IPs get bashed by people who like. I I understand where people's hate for Forspoken was. Yep. Maybe, her character, is not for everybody. She's a whiny brat. I, I will say like, this: she's gruff and obnoxious, and yes. Cuff talks too much. But well, it makes I can, sense. I can literally go. There are other games that do the exact same thing that people love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at I, I Dante. Would t- I would take her character over Dante any fucking day. Dante to me was an arrogant piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I hated Dante. He's the reason I've never played a Devil May Cry game because I hate the protagonist. Uh, yeah, she's at least somewhat relatable. Yeah, she's there's a, there are actually legitimate story reasons yes. why she is the way she is, and she, mm. she's not a terrible like she. She's a bit selfish, yes, but. She was raised in circumstances where she had to be. Mm-hmm. Nobody else was looking out for her, so she has to look out for herself. Yeah. So it stands to reason when she's thrust into this role of the hero, she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Why should I save you if nobody's wanted to save me? Mm-hmm. That's say, basically like, the mentality. It'd be like, uh, imagine Peter Parker if he didn't have Uncle Ben or Aunt May. Yeah, no. He what type of character would he be? He'd he be shit. Yeah, He'd be he obnoxious. Have the same. Yeah, he wouldn't have. That's the same. basically. I don't know if he would be obnoxious, but you would really have yeah, nothing. Look at Ben. But you would have nothing to to really. Um, you would have no reason to really like him. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, like I said, look at Ben Riley. He didn't have him, and look what he turned into. I like he beca- Ben though. I do too, but he yeah. like a lot of times he became obnoxious. Yeah, like he did. He, mm-hmm. he became the arrogant asshole that people don't like. But they like in other characters, mm. so yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me. But you have those reviewers that would like take Forspoken and be, they highlight all the negative about it, mm-hmm. and then that's what paints people's perception of the game. Oh, I'm not going to buy that because so and so pointed out all this shit about how bad it is. Well, did he point out how fucking uh, to me Gorgeous. combat many, was yeah. clean and fluid? How many good things? Yeah. were in that game. Yeah, or, interesting or that, that like spells did. that were like I've yes. never seen done before, like to that level before. Yeah. The the yeah. magic the magic slinging and stuff was fun. Like I really enjoyed it. I, mm-hmm. I thought her just the whole aesthetic of the world itself was fantastic, and I it was a great game. I I truly loved it from top to bottom. Is it perfect? No, no. of course not. But it was it was it deserved more love than it actually got and now we're not going to see anything else done by it nope. by this studio which is unfortunate and it's you know it, it's irritating to me that that people are so easily swayed i guess well, see, mm-hmm. anthem's another great example anthem yeah perfect anthem it released and the core of the game is absolutely fucking amazing was there not enough to do once you beat the game? Yeah, sure. The first Destiny released in the exact same state. Mm-hmm. Why did that one get loved and praised 
oh right because it's a first person shooter and the dude bros that played call of duty could jump well, into that one with no issue it was also done by the team that or the the company halo. that did halo yeah. oh sure and halo was one of the biggest things ever in that yeah that and era. yeah so like it got passes like all of these major mistakes that 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 they did with that they got a pass but anthem made similar mistakes yeah should have anthem learned from them yeah but they can't exactly wholesale copy right. what another company's who, doing who did anthem that was ea right bioware that was bioware i think yeah 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 it was because mm. it, it was one of the ones that like that actually kind of injured bioware's reputation for a bit mm. but no anthem was fantastic i, I loved anthem yeah. i thought it played and felt great I, I was sad when the game ended on a cliffhanger, and we'll never see it. You're never gonna. Get I don't even think Anthem you can play too. it anymore. Yeah. I, I think the servers are. I down. think they finally shut the servers down at the beginning of this year. So basically, I just have a paperweight for a disc. Yeah, mm. I can't even play the damn game, which is another issue yeah, that we'll have that, well, that's games about of service. games of service. And that's and, why I love physical copies. I'm well, sorry, I like the clutter. <laughs> well, not even, I can't even play the physical copy. No, anymore. I know you can't because you can't there's no server online. to play it. Yeah, yeah that's why I like games that you don't have to go online either for. Well, can you? I wonder if you can what, still play Anthem. Because the first player campaign, you really no, it, only ever saw a couple people, but you it, really didn't do anything. It was all online as far as I know. Yes, it was, because I know I got booted a few times. Let's see. Never mind. You're right. Now, see, something like um, Marvel's Avengers, like with the, the one that Square did, when that, they shut that one down this year too, but they took everything that was in the pay store, made it free. You can still play the game. So you I, just can't buy it. So I can guarantee you that you can't play that game anymore yeah. because for the for the PlayStation 4 brand spanking new on price charting $6.47 that pretty much means that you are getting it as a collector's item never to play yeah, ever again pretty much. like the designs in that game were yeah. so cool it was an interesting idea i liked Flying the idea of like the other, other javelins i thought it was a very f- fun i'm glad i played it before it got shut me down me too yeah um and, and it's sad that... See, that's a game like that. I would love to see them be like, look, we can't do anything with this. Here's this code. Go make a fun server and ha- like have a modding community do what they want with it. I would it. say just take it off the server. Just make it a single-player campaign or you can play co-op. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do it that way. Because I, I have a sneaking suspicion Outriders is going to go that way, too. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how well World well, Slayer did, but... Well, that was the end of their story, too. They yeah. Were, they were done, so... But it's like, I, I wonder... Because Outriders, you and I loved. Me, you, and Adam. The only... Bit, the only as far as I know, out, the only thing on Outriders that you connected to the server was was for their loot pools. So they could quit... They can convert it over to a single-player thing. You would hope so. <laughs> but I, I think it's just they, they were doing the loot pools to prevent cheating and duplicating of items probably so i like that's something i could see them just being able to set as a download to put into the game and say hey, the tables are in the game I'm just nah. yeah because I, I loved outriders i it thought was it was fantastic so I, I didn't understand when your brother hated it and got a refund or oh was he beyond, alec yeah was he beyond the refund or whatever yeah he fought to get the refund because he hated it yeah, yeah which, which I, is, doesn't make sense to me and me neither I know you, me, and Adam loved it. I, I still haven't gotten World Slayer. I Neither need to eventually go back to it at some point. Uh, there's too many other expansions and stuff I want to get that. Yeah. Like I, Horizon Forbidden West got the Burning Shores. I still have mm. to get. DBZ Kakarot this year came out with a couple of with the with the new expansions, which didn't see that coming. <laughs> they put two new expansions out for that. So, mm. wow. 
one new season pass that's got two stories released and a third one coming. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to say what 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 the future holds for gaming because we I don't think any of us could have predicted this kind of thing. Like, did you really think Super Mario RPG was going to end up getting a, a remaster? Until or even up until the the day that they announced that it was getting a remaster. You thought it was April Fool's? No, I I literally I I didn't realize that there was even people asking for a remake of the mm-hmm. game or a remaster of the game. Like, yeah. it didn't need to be remastered in my eyes, but, I mean, I still well, enjoy the fact that it was so that I could play it. But, uh, no, I I never would have imagined that this one would have been a candidate for getting remastered. Yeah, same. They're digging yeah. out all sorts of weird shit mm-hmm. to get re like remastered and and brought back to life. It's so bizarre. Yeah, like the kind of age we're in for gaming right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like as as much as I loved it, I never would have thought Metroid Dread would have been a thing. I no, oh, that's and, true. And that game was huge. That's true. That yeah. was, that had a really good like it launch. Did. It sold. Yeah, it sold very well. Yeah, I mean, we still haven't heard hide nor hair of Prime Four ever since they scrapped the entire thing and had to re and had to oh, start from yeah. scratch. Yeah. So I mean, who knows if even Prime Four is gonna see the light of day? But... Well, and that that brings up like uh, Kotor with the remake for that was announced that they're not working on it. Yeah, that's sad. Which sucks because that was one I was really looking forward to. I was wondering what they were gonna do with it. Yeah, because I loved the Knights of the Old Republic games. I thought those were fantastic. It's yeah. the only Star Wars shit I've actually enjoyed. Because it it shows that the world of Star Wars can be put beyond the Skywalkers and the fucking Emperor and, like, all that bullshit that the movies were all shoehorned into. You know what I mean? Like, it it showed so much more that you could do with the Star Wars universe. And that's the stuff I like, is the lore of it that's not bogged down by the just inane bullshit. So, I don't know. We'll have to see what the future holds for gaming, but like I said, unfortunately, remakes and remasters are, are the future. Other than like, well, I don't yeah. know. I, that's like, like I said, Inso- like there are still good companies like Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have like um, Larian Studios that they're the ones that just did Baldur's Gate three. I've heard a lot of good things about. They've that been game. getting nothing but praise for that game. Do I think the praise is a bit overblown? Yeah, sure, because. In the last couple of years, there have been other style RPGs of that nature that have all basically bombed, but they're like they're not quite as polished as Baldur's Gate three. But like, there have been other like Pillars of Eternity, like two, mm-hmm. same style game. Who's talking about that one? <laughs> Why? Other than the people who liked Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. So like yeah. you like there have been games of that style. But for whatever reason, people hyper-focused on Baldur's Gate. And I've heard it's it's pretty fucking big. Like, it, I've heard it's gorgeous It's of a, of a game. I, I don't, I don't know very, anything about it. From what I've heard from people who've played it, it is very, very front-heavy in that sort of thing. Like, there's a ton of stuff to do, cool ways to interact and do stuff. But then after you hit a certain point, it's just kind of like, there's all of this. And then it's just kind of to a hallway. Mm. And there's nothing. It, it starts it basically burns itself out oh weird yeah so like you get up to it's like third chapter fourth chapter something like that towards the end of the game all of a sudden it's just it loses that luster that it had at the beginning for some reason like because you don't have as many options to do stuff and mm-hmm. but i mean i suppose that's the kind of the nature with games like that is 
eventually you have to stop. Otherwise, your game will just be so massive there is nothing else to... It'd be like Fallout 3 was for me, where I got so involved with everything else, I didn't even do the main story. I still, oh. to this day, have never played the main story of Fallout 3. I haven't even touched Fallout 4 because I'm scared to. Because yeah. I'm too scared to do everything else. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I loved Outer Worlds. I thought that one was fantastic. But, and it's the same style of game, but... Yeah, I I can kind of see why they well, kind of be like, eh, let's fuck, tighten your focus. Although at least with Outer Worlds, it, it was more of the Kotor style. You've got this map, explore it, jump to another area. It's only this map. Mm-hmm, it's not a true. big open world like Fallout. Yeah, that's true. That's why I think Outer Worlds is better than Fallout because because it does it focuses on handcrafted like maps that have potential for depth and, and like nuance versus more segmented areas versus yeah. like you just go play in this in the mud <laughs> yeah true which makes me wonder if we're ever going to see a borderlands 4 oh there'll be another borderlands but uh think so? okay maybe but i mean i don't think that there's anything on the horizon i think they're well fine. they just did tiny tina's wonderlands and I- I think they're actually focusing more probably at, at this point um putting all of the resources into the movie <laughs> They're doing a Borderlands movie. It's already been filmed. Has it? Oh really? god, yeah. What? They they already did a bunch of the filming and stuff for it. It was supposed it was supposed to release at like the end of this year at one point. Oh weird. I don't know about that. Yeah, like they I, unless if they scrapped it, it was supposed to have already been Hmm. Nope, it's coming out in twenty twenty four. Oh, interesting. Feature film based on a popular video game set on the abandoned fictional planet of Pandora, where people search for a mysterious relic. Oh yeah, it is in post production. Really, Do they really feel the need to make a Borderlands movie? I mean, well, and it's—I can't imagine it's going to be very good. The worst thing about it is the cast. Oh my well, god! Well, because of the my my thought is like Border, Borderlands One was good for its time, right? Borderlands Two to me was the peak of perfection in in, in the Borderlands universe. But then Borderlands 3, I felt like, kind of almost wore out its welcome, well, see, in a way, because it, my, it the, the humor The problem is they started... Thin. Well, not just that, they started censoring themselves. Yes. Borderlands 1, they gave no fucks. They didn't pull any punches with their humor. Right. By the time Borderlands 3 came out, and even in One Tiny Team's Wonderland, they pulled their... Like, Torg censoring himself. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. I mean, it again. It like I feel like that sort of humor wears out too fast. Yeah, it's like I I I don't know. Just, it's like Handsome Jack. I hated him in Borderlands Two. I'm glad I got to kill him. I he, like him as a villain. I don't like him as a character. Same. Which I liked the two in Borderlands Three, the twins. I thought they were awesome. As as. Uh, yeah, yeah, antagonist. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Even though I hate the they whole... They were cheesy as hell. Yeah, I hate but the I whole, think, ooh, we're streamers kind of thing, but I thought it actually fit. But, I, like, at the same time, that's this, the entire story is a, is a parody of internet culture. Right. So that's why I, it kind of worked in that sense. I was like, ah, you're making fun of these people. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, like, can you really go to... I mean, what what is... Is it just a whole new idea for this movie? Or is it actually going to follow no, the it's, of the first one? It's supposed to be... Well, I, I guess it's, they're doing their own thing, but, like... It's going to have to somewhat... Like, 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 I love the individual members of the cast, but they are not the right people to be... Kevin Hart is going to be Roland. What? 
Why? Let that sink in. Roland Tall Buff Dude. Tall Buff Black Guy. Is going to be played by Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart, who's shorter than me. I mean, you could have done The Rock. No, I, anyone but The Rock. Uh, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you need someone of his stature. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be Tannis. Ew. Really? Jack Black as Claptrap. See, that makes sense. He's yeah. just a voice. He's yeah. a little robot. That, that's fine. Jack Black... He's, I suppose it's better than Seth Rogen Kate or Blanchett's in there too. Yeah, well, and like, like the like their characters, they've either completely aged them up, which makes no sense for the story, or they just do not match the character. Mm. Kevin Hart as Roland doesn't make sense. Not at all. Like he's he's funny. He's a good actor. Yes. He's not right for that role. No. Because. Roland was basically like your military guy. He was he your was... military. He he was like what's his face from one. Um, Roland is the one. No, no. Well, who am I thinking of from two? Axton. Maybe. Axton's the one with the dual turrets. Yeah. All right. Roland is the one, the one with the turret in the first game. <sighs> yeah, he is. But like, yeah, I, can't, I don't remember bricks in the who's, movie. Who's who's playing? Um, what the hell's her name? Mad Moxie. No, the siren. Oh, Lilith? Lilith. Uh, that would be Kate Blanchett. It, why? What? She's a great actress. Not right for Lilith. <laughs> she would make sense as a future Lilith. Like, in, if they were doing, like, a Borderlands 3 movie. Maybe. Where they're older. Well, but even Borderlands 3 only takes place a couple of years after the first game. Oh, that's true. It's not a long time span between the first game and that. Yeah, that's true. It's really not, is it? What like, a weird cast. Like the cast just like like it's I said, individually a they're cast. Like I said, individually they're all great actors and, and stuff like that, but they're just not right for these roles. And it's gonna be directed by Eli Roth. That's really like, yeah. Yes, that kind of throws me off too. It's like I I don't. I would know rather what... see like an Edgar Wright. No, if they were doing yeah. an animated movie like a CG movie, and these were the voices. Okay, cool. But from what everything I've heard, it's full live action. Yeah, you should have. Action, honestly, yeah. it, I think it would have done better if you'd done like, shade, like, no names, mm-hmm. no name actors. To be honest, they, what they should have done is after Into the Spider Verse and Across the Spider Verse did as well as it did, scrapped the live action and went. We're doing full cell shaded mm-hmm. animated movie because Spider Verse made it possible. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it would fit. You can do the proper Borderlands art style in a movie. And it would look amazing. I just, I fear the, I, I fear the movie's gonna end up just looking cheesy. Yes. Kind of like, like, a, like Monster oh, Hunter. No. Or the Halo oh, stuff. What was that? What was that one? Or Resident Evil past the first movie? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, it's funny. I used to love the original Resident Evil. The movie. first one's good. I, 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 it used to be one of my favorite. I used to really, really, really like it. Mm-hmm. I kind of. No, don't as much anymore now that I like look at it in retrospect because like Silent Hill to me is still the perfect game to, to yeah, movie adaptation, adaptation. Yeah. but you look at Resident Evil and it's like shot well mm-hmm. god I don't like her oh Mila Jovovich oh, Mila- especially Mila just seeing yeah. where the series went see I and think the first uh, one was, was good because it was it followed enough of Resident Evil, but still did its own unique spin on Resident Evil. Yeah, I hate so, it when she started getting the mental like. The, but after the, the first movie, powers. it just went downhill. 
fast. I mean, even just look at Nemesis when he shows up. I that's he, another series I want to watch all the movies through, oh. like straight through. So prepare yourselves and your body and mind for that, because we're gonna watch the Resident Evils. Because I've only seen one and two. I haven't mm. seen what is it, three, four, five? I've, I've seen. Five I've seen the first three. I've never seen past the third I've one. Seen all of them. You are. I've even seen all the CG movies. I've but those the, are actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I've I've only seen they have the uh, the big ass hammer guy from Resident Evil Five, oh, the yeah. one wearing the black mask. Yeah, which yeah. is weird that they would throw him in there because I'm like that's the Nagini or whatever the that the race was from Resident Evil Five. So yeah. it's like why is he in there? If the movies don't make sense. It doesn't yeah. matter. The movies stopped making sense after one. To be Pretty honest much. with you. Pretty much. Like it got very bizarre. It went very. Uh... What is that? Return of the Living Dead, not uh, not the Romero stuff, but the other series. Oh, where it's just over the top weird, and that's basically what the Resident Evil films became. It did. Uh. Well, again, because they were making money. <laughs> well, new IPs. It it, it's, it weirdly almost bleeds into movies too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, and what what is the, what comes out anymore besides animated well, Pixar shit and remakes? And remakes. The thing, the thing that's funny with me is with movies is people are always like, well they're doing this remake of this movie. Why? The original was so good. It's like, was it, though? Look at Wizard of Oz. People are like, it's a, a, fant- classic. a fantastic classic. Do you realize it's like the 10th attempt at doing that series? Oh, yeah, there was one the before Judy- it, I think. There's more than one before the Judy Garland movie. Yeah. They go all the way back to when he was still alive and, ma- and writing the books. <laughs> they were making stuff. Yeah. Like, people don't like stuff like Godfather. Like, no, no, not Godfather. Godfather. Scar- Scarface without yeah. Pacino remake of a 1930s movie like all these these movies that people view as classics the majority of the ones they view as classics are in them of themselves remakes <laughs> so it's like eh, I, it, I can see some of those getting more more praise based on like performances yeah individual yes, actors I, or like I techniques think, they did they pioneer yes. yeah cool i love when stuff gets the reference they they get the credit for the stuff they deserve like that but as far as like anything being a classic, I'm like, eh, remake whatever you want. It doesn't hurt the original. But there are some remakes that are just oh, terrible, trash. Yeah. Like like Disney and most of their live action ones. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder who who wants live action of these Disney movies. Like, some of them I wanted, like Aladdin. When we were younger, I would have liked to seen a live action, but it wouldn't have worked back then. No, it would have looked horrible. And now they just they they. They did it, but it just it doesn't feel right anymore. I wonder if that's because we're older. And that's for me. I think that's the biggest thing is Disney, like that style Disney movie, doesn't hold the sway it used to. Because I almost kind of feel like it's weird when people our age hold Disney movies in such high regard. It's like these are like kids' movies. Yeah. Like well, I don't know. Again, and maybe it's just weird again, to me. Disney movies are but, also like super weird versions of classic clear, literature. Yeah, because so like you go she, read the go read the original like Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid story and it's grotesque. She like dies at the end. They of it, cut I think. her fin in two to make legs. Yeah, and stuff like that. And it's, I'm pretty sure doesn't she, she turn, turn to foam at the end? She turns to sea foam at the end. Yeah, because what what is it? What is it with mermaids where where they turn to foam? I don't remember if it's like there's a lore with it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a I don't remember. What. It, I, fuck. But yeah, like the, that's like, how she dies at the end of it. She turns yeah, into she, sea foam. She, she, she in the in the original Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. She like dissolves and turns into foam. 
Which, because that's how mermaids in lore... That, that was how they explained seafoam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I forget oh. what it is that does it. It's like if they fall in love or something. She, like, she failed to make human. him love her or something like that. Something like that, yeah. I can't remember what it is, but... Like, go look, go read the Grimm books. They're crazy. Well, I mean, uh, hence Grimm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I, like I said, I, I think it's kind of weird when, like, older people find, like, those movies, like, it's their identity. I don't know. It's well, weird to me. When it's someone's identity, it's weird. It's weird but if just enjoying it, I'm fine with. But when they make it their identity, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Because, mm-hmm. like me, Alice in Wonderland is still one of my favorite books I've ever read. Mm-hmm. But it's because the book is complete fucking nonsense. There is no deeper meaning to that book. Right, right. Like, right. all the stuff people want to put on it, it's like, it's not there. That stuff didn't come until much, much later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's my old, cynical, beaten down, jaded brain just not enjoying things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Could very well be. Everything I love dies. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. I guess that's enough of our rambling for now. No rambling. More rambling. Unless you guys have anything else to add to this topic. Yeah, I I don't. But I just... If... if, if, I I will end with this, though, is that if you don't want to see remakes, you're going to have to bite the bullet at some point, and you're going to have to give in to some of these new IPs so that that it gives things a chance and it gives the developers the sense that, yes, people do want to see new IPs. They don't want to just see the same stuff rehashed over and over again. So otherwise, it's going to continue being this vicious cycle of people complain about the new IP, so then guess what? We go back to the old one. Well, then the gamers complain about always going back to the old stuff and the circle just continues to repeat until literally we will not have any new ideas Don't anymore. worry, you Microsoft know, will buy everyone up before that happens. You know what we end with? You end up with Pokemon. Pokemon, if you really look at it, it's, it's the, the same. same exact shit. From same. Gen 1 to now Gen Every 9? Every single time. Yep. Gen 9? Yep, I think so. Uh, I can't wait till the Scarlet and Violet remakes. And we're... Si- <laughs> Well, they are they... talking about possibly doing black and white. Of course they are. Didn't they do? Isn't that what Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were? Is those were basically remakes? Weren't no, they? They, those were sequels. those were toppers. Oh, those were, toppers. Those were toppers. just like black, black two and white two were toppers. Just like platinum. Just like I see. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, but don't worry, those remakes are coming too. Probably. I'm sure. I, oh yeah. I can understand the Diamond Pearl remakes and like the older systems that were on old gens. Yeah. So black and white because you had Jesus what three games on the DS. You had X and Y, Sun and Moon, White, Black. Diamond Pearl. Diamond Pearl. That was, yeah. You had four games on mm-hmm. a handheld. Like, well, actually, they've all been on well, handhelds. Well, XY was, was uh, 3DS, though. Yeah, well, yeah. I suppose now that I think about it, Pokemon franchise has always been on handheld. Yeah. It all is. right, dumb yeah. analogy. Yeah. But my point is... Are we going to buy the next generation that comes out? I don't know. Absolutely. Well, of course we are. Of course we are, because people, we're stupid. People can complain all I'm they want. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm stubborn. There's a difference. People can complain all they want, but they're still going to buy them. I'm still how many times? Them. How many times have you said that you were like you didn't finish a Pokemon game because you just got bored with it or whatever, and then you literally will go out and buy the next one? I sure will. That's like 90% of his collection, though. But that's, how many of you... But that's where, I could say the same thing with Paul, though. How many of these games have you actually played? 
good good amount of them. Well, that's why we're doing the channel. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but that's why people can complain all they want. But then when you start throwing your money at something like. Don't be surprised when they continue making it the same exact way over and over again. Because, I mean, just imagine if, like, X and Y, when they introduced Fairy Type, right? If they completely changed the way the game played. Let's say they overhauled the battle system completely. It's uh, not. It's called Pokemon Ranger? I like the Pokemon Ranger games. Yeah, they were interesting. There's I Mystery think Dungeon. Some, I think some of the offshoot games are some of the more enjoyable ones. Mm -hmm. Gale of Darkness. Coliseum. I mean, Coliseum. I yeah. mean, I mean, just imagine if, like, that's what Pokemon... Like, Pokemon completely rewrote the script. How many games it would have been before they went back to the tried and true... I'm waiting for One-on-one. On one, I'm waiting for four Pokemon. Four times damage. I'm waiting for Call of Duty Pokemon Edition. Call of Duty Assassin's Creed. I mean, we got, call, we got mm. Pokemon Dynasty Warriors. I mean, we might as well. Oh, my God. I want that even more now. <laughs> so... Every, no, every it, game no, needs a Dynasty Warriors. It was Pokemon... The toy one. No, it was Pokemon Conquest. It was the tactical RPG. That was Nobu not Nobunaga's Ambition or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was. Nobunaga's Ambition. That's what it was. Pokemon Nobunaga's Ambition. Pokemon did a Nobunaga's yes. Ambition version? It was called yes. Pokemon Conquest. Oh, wow. Yes. That's insane. I mean, they did a fighting game. <laughs> of po course. Pokemon yeah. Tournament. Yes, I, mean, I remember the Pokemon Tournament. Yeah. Um, but my point is, like, do you think it would have... It, it still would have sold as well if, like, they changed. Do we keep going back much, to it because it's familiar? Yes. People people like what they're what is familiar. We bitch because we want to see something different. And to be honest, I would fully embrace something different. Oh, God, yeah. Fucking change it up. I, I At this point, you almost... I, I feel like you need to because you have over 1,000, 1,100 Pokemon now. I mean... You can't just keep adding more designs to the pile and doing the same shit. How do you? I mean, you're in a you're in a hole. Well, you can't not to possibly mention, balance eleven hundred Pokemon. Well, not to mention they're ignoring typing combos too. Still. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're still the same triad: grass, fire, water. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, change it up. Yeah, they get dual types. Who gives a shit? It's still the same three. Yeah. But like I said, we we keep we want more, but we're still gonna buy it. Yeah. yeah. And I may. We're part of the we're part of the we're, problem. Boys. I think we're all. I think to to some degree, we're a lot guilty. of people are all part of the are all part of yeah. the problem or are guilty of of how this world that we got into. Yeah, it is. Mm. I feel like. Don't it, worry, it's not gonna get that bad. Once everything's <laughs> on Game Pass, we won't have to worry about it. That's right, Microsoft. They own Blizzard. All hail they, Microsoft. They, they own Activision now. Yep. They're going to own everybody. Mm -hmm. They're going to buy out Nintendo. They were already talking about it. They're not. The Nintendo would never sell out. To Sony them. would never. Nintendo would sooner make us a console with Sony. Uh, yeah. ah, <laughs> do you think they'll release something called the PlayStation? The Nintendo PlayStation? The Nintendo PlayStation U. No. <laughs> I think they, the new PlayStation, they'll call it. Yeah, no. The uh, new yeah, PlayStation no. U. No, they won't. Maybe throw a cross in there? <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. Could you imagine a Nintendo Sony to finally crush that fucker that is Xbox? No, Xbox is going to crush itself yeah, and go basically, Yeah, basically. Well, we say that. No, that's Microsoft's plan. To crush itself? They no, don't want to it. They want, they want to get out of the hardware and just do Game Pass. Yep. Literally do only, only like they want to go the way of like Sega. Sega have their stuff on as many systems as possible while not doing hardware anymore. Sega, Sega. <laughs> oh, that was a topic I was going to talk about, and I forgot. 
Yeah, uh, for next time. That's maybe, maybe a story for another time, I guess. What's that, Sega? About, uh, I saw somebody comment about something that uh, Sega had zero RPGs that were any good. Really? Yeah. Well, them is fighting words. Yeah, I know, had, that's why I think a, it'd be a good topic. They had quite a few. Wasn't it Beyond Oasis was an RPG, wasn't it? Beyond Oasis, Crusader of uh, Senti, Fantasy Star series, Fantasy Star Shining Two, Three, Force? and Four. You had Shining Force, Shining yeah, in the Darkness, yeah. Light Crusader. You had a High shit ton board? of RPGs. Yeah, I don't know why they would be saying that there was no RPGs because they're comparing they... it to the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but even well, the Super Nintendo. But this you look at you. Will, look... will this be another two-hour discussion? If we yeah. Yes, it will. Yeah. I will close with saying, you look, though, at a lot of the RPGs on the SNES, a lot of them are very similar. Yeah. How many RPGs did Square put on that fucking system? That, it ain't broken, don't fix it. Those, we just had this entire conversation. That's not even including the ones they didn't even fucking bring over here. Bahamut Lagoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other Secret of Mana games. I mean, yeah. you got so much shit, that, and it all looks the same. Because that's, that's what Square's style was at the time. Yeah. So I don't know, but like I said, that's a topic for another time. We'll talk about console stuff. Yeah. But that'll do it. We're back. We're back, baby. We are back. The Power Trip Gaming Powercast. I never left. You've been listening with power. Well, I mean, you can shoot us an email at nespowertrip at gmail.com. And listen with power. You can also check out the YouTube channel. With power. (laughs) Powertripgaming.tv takes you directly to the YouTube channel where you can watch us tackle the NES collection. With power. And see us in person. In power. (laughs) We're just going to do it to annoy you now. With power. (laughs) That's fair. With power! <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> he started it! This is why we haven't done one in six months. With power! <laughs>